Hi, this is Jay Gennaro from Avanti Group. I'm here with the assistant controller of Cricket Media, Nuhai Habush. Cricket Media is a publicly traded education media company. Nuhai is going to share views on a variety of topics with us here today. Nuhai, thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Nuhai, please give me a two-minute bio on your professional background. Well, I obtained my undergraduate degree in business with an accounting concentration in 2004 from American University and got started with my public company career right after that. Um, during the duration of my career, got exposure to a number of different areas, uh, staff accounting, internal reporting, external reporting, and external reporting is kind of the thing that stuck. So um, I would say I started my in- external reporting about a year and a half into my career, maybe a little bit less. And during that time, I became a CPA in 2007. So since then, I've worked for a number of publicly traded companies within different industries, a gas company, real estate investment trust, uh, media companies, and I am now with a digital media company with a focus of uh, K through 12. What, in your opinion, are the top trends, threats, or opportunities related to public company financial reporting? Well, I would say I have the same answer for all three, and it's one big one, and that would be transparency. So, you know, as we evolve and there's more complex transactions and things that need to be reported by public companies, the standard setting bodies are doing, you know, what they can do to increase transparency, which is great for financial statement users, but at the same time, you know, in terms of threats and opportunities, it can also make for a landscape where there's a lot of information that may be tough for users to comprehend. So um, as we've evolved into a lot of, you know, fair value implications for new complex debt instruments, debt equity hybrids, you know, new revenue agreements, all sorts of things like that, it almost seems as if over the years, some of the requirements have been building on top of what's already being disclosed, which makes for a really long list of things that public companies need to report to the public. You do so, you check off the list, but once you look at the product, you kind of have to take a step back and wonder, is the transparency good enough for users to be able to digest? So I think while, you know, of course, there is definitely the need for additional disclosure for a lot of these topics and transactions that public companies are getting into, um, we've muddied the water a little bit in terms of having a lot of information and trying to figure out what's helpful. So I think what'll really be good and what it seems like both domestic and international standard setting boards are working to do is take a step back and look at your requirements again and try to find quality over quantity in terms of getting public companies to report the information that'll really be helpful for users to interpret their financial position and financial statements. What was the biggest challenge you have faced in your current role and how did you overcome it? I'd say one of the biggest challenges in in our current role is that our company is actually, while it's a public company, it's traded on a Canadian stock exchange. So Prior to this point, prior to coming to Cricket Media, all of my dealings have been in U.S. GAAP, but with the company stock traded on a Canadian stock exchange, we're subject to IFRS. So there's a lot of similarities, and there are also a lot of differences. I alluded to some of them, you know, the principles-based versus rules-based, and just other things that aren't treated exactly the same. Um, And one of the things 
that you kind of have to do when you come into a situation like that. It's trial by fire and you do your training and you have to research and find the best resources for determining um, what differences you think you're going to encounter. So I would say that that was a challenge just because anytime you're set with a new set of rules, it's going to be a challenge. Um, One of the good things was that I feel due to where I was in my career and the fact that I was exposed to external reporting and the technical aspects of it early in my career, that I had a very solid foundation in US GAAP going into the need for IFRS, which helped a lot. So when we're talking about similarities between guidance, there's a lot of familiarity there from prior experiences and it's learning what's new. And one of the ways they overcame it is, you know, just sitting back and trying to focus on what are the hot topics based on the transactions and the things that Cricket Media are doing? What guidance is applicable? And are there significant differences between IFRS and GAP? You know, a high level, let's review them all, but on the more complicated areas, such as we, you know, our financing or anything else, um, take, taking a deeper dive into that. So I really tried to take a strategic approach mm-hmm. coming in and focusing on uh, equity, debt, and revenue recognition. What do you think is your biggest professional achievement? Um, I mean, I guess my biggest achievement really was the the ability and given the opportunity to get into external reporting early. I just, I don't think, there's no way my path would have been what it was had I not been able to get into the external reporting role so early in my career. I I recall when it was happening, um, to be candid, I I didn't even really go for the job (laughs) at first because I thought, you know, there's no way I'm a a year or so into my career, you know, what have you, but really kind of just put my head into it. And um, I was sort of approached for, you know, have you considered it, had the discussion? And really without that, I, I think that's a big achievement. And it sounds a little... That is a high-level achievement. That's, you know, not a specific project or not anything like that. But I really would not have advanced in my career the way I've been able to Mm -hmm. without that accomplishment. Why do you feel like getting into external reporting early had that much of an impact on your career? I think because it really touches upon a lot of things. You're, You're writing. You're writing to the public. You're doing some technical writing, but you're also doing some plain English writing in the MDNA so that everybody understands what's going on. So you've got different communication skills that you're really building upon, you know, coming out of school or building your career. You've got the disclosure side. You also have the accounting treatment side that you have to understand. So I think what one of the biggest advantages and why I think a lot of people find value in candidates with external reporting backgrounds is because it touches upon so many things. You've got communication, you've got accounting treatment, you have other technical aspects, you interface with all different levels of the company, you know, whether it's management, executives, board members, I mean, it really depends on how your company is structured. But getting that exposure early is nice. It can be a little nerve wracking when you're a, what I call a baby accountant. That's what I used to call myself. Um, but it's very good exposure. 
Imagine you're in a time machine and you can go back to the beginning of your career working for publicly traded companies. What career advice would you give to your younger self? Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> breathe. Breathe and balance. I mean, one of the things about external reporting, it does touch on a lot. Uh, there is a lot, of pro a lot of processes that you're balancing and a lot of different components that you're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis, really, and that takes time. And, you know, uh, when I was starting out in my career, you, uh, jobs can be stressful enough, but I think some of the stress was self-imposed mm -hmm. a little bit. And just, uh, you know, I had all my tools for time management and um, things like that, so that was fine. It's just one of those things where, you know, oh my goodness, what I'm doing, people in the public are going to be looking at. This is a externally facing document for the company to tell everybody what we're doing. And quite honestly, when I was starting out, I was like, wow, that's really exciting. It's also a little nerve wracking. So that's where really the breathe part comes in, you know, reminding myself that you have plenty of resources. You know, you're working um, to report things to management or getting information from management so that you can adequately do your job for the external disclosures. But they're also your resources. You know, ask a questions, find somebody that um, or somebody's, you know, a small group of people that are good resources for you within the company to keep you informed and to answer your questions. It goes a long way. You know, you're not out there on your own. It's not external reporting on an island. You're really part of a team and it's remembering who your team members are. How did you, I guess beyond the obvious, develop a relationship with the appropriate people internally? And, and I guess, how did you approach them that early in your career? Um, hmm. how did I approach them? I mean, it, it was really trying to figure out, I would ask my direct manager, try to get an idea of what everyone's roles are so I could focus my approach when I reach out to people. So if I had a, a question about operations and there was a possibility that there were five different people, I'd start with my manager and say, hey, you know, I've got a question on this. Uh, am I going in the right direction? Who's the most appropriate person to ask? Because a lot of times those other positions, you know, are in meetings or better directly connected right. with some of the specific departments. So it was trying to come up with a direct strategy so I didn't feel like I was running all over the place, taking a stab at the dark at, okay, this person is in this department, let me try here, only to have to take, you know, three or four other steps. Today we've spoken with Nuhai Habush from Cricket Media. She's shared some fantastic insights. Thanks for your time today, Nuhai. You're welcome. I'm sure our audience will appreciate your thoughts on all these topics today. I hope it was helpful. Thanks for having me again.